Hi, this is Latasha, and welcome to episode three of Power to Choose podcast, where we have conversations about making intentional choices so that you can live out the best life that you were designed to live. So I know when I talked about my whole little journey on how I got to this idea of Power to Choose One of the things that I talked about in the story was the fact that I was just in a frustrated place and I was so angry and so just just not happy. And what I realized was it's because I had bought into this concept or this lie called work-life balance, which no longer do I believe in or subscribe to. What I really do is I, I think about being intentional with my choices and my time. And so one of the pieces that is a non-negotiable for me is making time for me. But I wasn't always like this. I wasn't like this for a very long time because what would happen is I really thought that I needed to do work-life balance because that's what good mommies do. And that's what good wives do is they make time for everybody and everything except for themselves. And so our, outwardly, it looked like I was managing things so that I could wear my superwoman cape as a badge of honor and I could be available for everyone. And when everyone, anyone called, I was available for them. If I was getting my kids ready and then a friend would call in the morning, I just would just run from the time I woke up in the morning until I finally would pass out. Because again, I didn't even enjoy sleep. Actually, one of my things I would say back in the day was sleep is for suckers and I'll just take another Starbucks, please. And I didn't even drink coffee. It was these chai lattes. I got the biggest ones. At one point, I was drinking so many of them that I figured out how to make the recipe at home because I couldn't get out the house to get a Starbucks, but I still felt like I needed one. So that's how bad it got. I literally was drinking that stuff as if it was like water, like it was something I needed and I craved. And quite frankly, what I realized later on is that it had tons and tons of sugar in it. And so that wasn't any good anyways for me trying to be available for everybody because what would happen is I would crash. I'd go through my highs and my lows, highs and my lows. But internally, I was really feeling guilty because when I would say work-life balance, I really was saying yes to the things that the world was saying was okay. So work-life balance meant that if the teachers needed someone to volunteer, I had to raise my hand. Um, If there was a function going on for one of my children, I had to be the person to coordinate it. I had to be the person that did everything. And I felt guilty if a friend would call and say, hey, would you like to go out for dinner? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't do that because inside I just felt like a sense of guilt for anything that was pure pleasure for me. Everything that I did had to have a purpose. It had to be tied into something that outwardly looked like what the world said, the working mom or the mom who had to be available for her kids and for her husband needed to be. And so I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't say yes to anything that was just pure pleasure for me. And so what happened was, is that Through time, I just kept running and running and running. And then I got to the point where I was just always tired. I started gaining a lot of weight. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't eating right, probably eating way too much sugar and nothing healthy, too many carbs, too many sugar, any sugary thing just to give me a quick fix because I never really was a coffee drinker. And so I just felt like um, I couldn't, couldn't just say yes to anything. 
And so what I realized one day after just realizing I was getting to a point where it was taking a physical toll on me, like I would wake up in the middle of the night and I feel felt like I couldn't catch my breath or I couldn't get a full night's sleep because I would have so many things on my mind that when I woke up, I felt like I had to just go at it. Like I could had to run all over the place. I'd make these outrageous to-do lists and I was trying to check off all the boxes and I wasn't really checking in with anyone. And then what I realized is, is that things had to change. Like this was not a sustainable norm. And those panic attacks that I was getting, they were happening more often. And I honestly never even told anyone. What I would do is I'd go outside because my husband worked midnight and I'd try to catch my breath. I didn't know anything about meditation. I didn't know anything about calming and quieting my mind. And I just literally would be scared to death like, Lord, am I going to (laughs) die? Am I going to die? And what I later discovered is, is that those episodes were actually me stressing out like I was having panic attacks and I didn't even know what they were. All I knew was they were happening a bit too much and I wanted to do something different because I did want to stay alive. Isn't that crazy? The thoughts that go through your mind when you're afraid of something and you're afraid to face or even ask people questions about things that you're scared about. And you're just like, I'll be okay. When you really knew like that you weren't okay, but it was good for me just to say I was okay because it, I, I felt like I was a strong woman. And, and if I said that I wasn't okay, that it wasn't a good thing, it wasn't a good look. So when I had this epiphany and I said, some things had to change, I learned this whole idea and I had this plan to say to myself that, you know what, I need to make some time for myself. And so what my plan was is because I didn't want to take that time before or after work, because at those times I had to be mom. And so then what I would do is I'd say, okay, I'm going to make sure that, you know, during the day I step out for lunch or have lunch with someone or go have, you know, a a tea or coffee with someone during the day, during the work hours where I didn't feel so bad or guilty about doing that. But sure enough, guess what? I'd have all the good intentions in the world, but it just wouldn't happen. No matter how much I would plan it, I'd put it on my calendar as a non-negotiable, but it just wouldn't happen. And so what did I have to do? Finally, I had to just say, well, something still has to change. Like it has to change because I can't maintain going like this. I'm exhausted. I never felt refreshed. It just was just not good. I actually sometimes will look back at pictures from when I was running like that. And I could even see the exhaustion in my face. You know, I I was younger, but I looked older because I was just tired. I don't know. Have you ever had that feeling like you were so tired that you were too tired to even unwind and, and to be able to take a nap because you were just exhausted beyond the point where you could relax? And so even though I had these plans to do these things, I just wouldn't make the time for it. And so what I did do is I started this tradition. I started this tradition that at least one time a year, yeah, you hear that. Doesn't that sound crazy? Out of 365 days a year, I would give myself one day and that was my birthday. And one year on my birthday, I made a decision that that just wasn't enough. I needed to make time for me in order to be a better version of myself for my husband and for my kids, and just quite frankly, for my own quality of life and health. 
And so what I did is I made this commitment that I was going to start reading the Bible in the morning and just having some quiet time to wake up earlier than everyone in the house. Because like I said, my husband worked midnights and like every day I was going to get up early and I was just going to bask in that time before the sun comes up and just spend some time reading my Bible and just meditating. And so in the beginning, I do want to tell you, it was a bit of a challenge. Like I would dread it. So like, I'm just being honest with you. The way this thing worked is I had like my phone with an app and I'd say, okay, I'm just going to read a verse and then I'm just going to sit here. And that's the way it began. But through time, I started to crave and yearn that quiet time in the morning. And so it went from like dreading looking at the app to really saying, you know what? I want to not only just read some time and meditate and quiet my mind, but I want to capture and begin my day with gratitude. And through time, what I discovered is that time of waking up early was not something that was optional. It became something that was so necessary and so non-negotiable, like breathing air or brushing our teeth or taking a shower. Okay, well, maybe taking a shower is negotiable sometimes, but brushing my teeth, I try to do that every day. And so I've just started making time for it. And so I get up every day and I would do that. And what I realized is I no longer was checking in or checking boxes. I would start my day in a way with a clear mind, with a place of gratitude. And even if it's like a little bit of a struggle now, because I crave that time of worship and meditation and solitude in the morning, I will even, even if I have to begin with a song and I don't rush my time with reading my word and I don't rush my time of just relaxation. And and now again, it is so critical to me. It's like the air that I breathe. And so why am I sharing this? I'm sharing it because Maybe you're at a point where you're feeling stressed out, that you're feeling overwhelmed and you just can't seem to justify how you can make room for you. And what I realized as I continued down this journey and I began to become more insightful as I would reflect back on my journals and I would look back on things that I would have this quiet time in the morning. And one day I remember writing this down and I must have read it somewhere And this statement that stuck stuck with me that was so profound is everything that I say yes to, I'm saying no to something else. And the things I'm saying no to, are they as important as the things that I should be saying yes to? And so starting my day out in the morning, in this quiet time, and in this place of being grateful and meditating, it really does allow me to just go into the day with great intentions. And so I no longer look for this idea of work-life balance based on what the world said. I started to transition my mindset to say, no, I need to be intentional with my time because the yeses and the noes, especially when it comes to the important relationships in my life, if I keep saying no to my kids, what I now discover, and I'm so happy that I figured this out before they were adults, is I realized that Spending this time and saying my yeses to the priorities of my life, it not only made me not feel guilty anymore, but it helps me each day when I end out my day and I reflect on it to say, you know what? I lived another day with no regrets. I chose to live a day of intention 
And I chose to say that it was not any regrets because I made time for me. And so that's one of those things, like I said, I'm, I'm so excited for this transition that I no longer feel guilty about my morning time. And my husband doesn't work every single day. But even on the days of these off, I make sure that even before I roll over and, and talk to him, I slip away and I go have this time of quiet where I meditate to get my mind in the right space. And what I also realize is it doesn't mean that every day is perfect, but I had a reminder that morning of what's important right then. And then that evening and again that next morning, I know I'm going to revisit it because I've made time for me and I chose how can I be the best version of me by investing that time without guilt and without any apologies. And so I'm just excited about that transformation that's happened in my life as a result of making time for me. So thank you so much for following me on this journey to share this whole idea of these things that I've learned about um, the power to choose. I thank you so much, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a good night. Bye.